And as always, I want to thank you for watching. I am uh, once again coming to you from the car. Uh, just the just finished up a ball game and uh, getting ready to go in and eat with my family. And so I uh, want to just take a few minutes and do our devotion before I go in and, and eat. But uh, we are walking through Esther chapter 3. And if you remember Esther chapter 3 of last week, um, last night, excuse me, there was a plot to kill the Jewish people. Now, I'm sitting outside the Mexican restaurant, and my good friend Lucas Jones told me that I should say Ariba, and so I did. So, anyway, that's a whole nother comment for a whole nother day. But, anyway, um, and so Esther's uncle hears about a plot because he would not bow to Haman. And Haman goes to the king and because of his hatred for Mordecai, begins to tell the king, and I want to read it to you tonight, because I want you to hear how Satan works. And Haman said unto King Ahasuerus, There is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of thy kingdom, and their laws are diverse from all people. Neither keep they the king's law, therefore it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. If it please the king, let it be that they may be destroyed, and I will pay ten thousand talents of silver. And so he tells the king, these people, not just this one man, none of them listen to you. None of them love you as a king. None of them honor you. And tonight I want you to hear this. Because that's how Satan works. You and I can have struggles. We can have struggles with other people. We can have struggles at home. We can have struggle at work. And Satan always tries to convince us of absolutes. Everybody's talking bad about you. Your spouse doesn't love anything about you. No one at school likes you. You need to fit in. No one at work will be your friend. And he does that way. And that's how he works in other people. And so he'll try to convince other people, well, that wasn't just a mistake that they made. That's how they are. And not just them, their whole family. And so tonight I want to encourage you that remember that when you fail or you struggle or you stumble or someone fails or stumbles or struggles towards you, that Satan deals in those absolutes, that there is no hope for them. That's, there is no good in them. But yet God tells us that anybody who asks for forgiveness can be forgiven. Anybody who will come to Jesus can find hope and forgiveness, that God can change anyone's life. And so we see this here tonight, that Haman goes to the king and he says, I want you to give an order to kill not just Haman, but all the Jewish people. And that's what the king did. And listen to what it says here. And I want to read you the actual letter because it breaks my heart. It says <clears throat> in verse 13, And the letter was sent by post in all the king's provinces to destroy, don't miss this, to kill 
and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day upon the thirteenth day of the twelve month, and to take the spoil of them for prey. The king gives an order that on one day every Jewish person that can be found should be eradicated. Doesn't matter if they're a man, woman, boy, girl, child, doesn't matter. And whatever they own is yours to take. You say, preacher man, how can this story get any worse? I want you to remember the two themes of this book. One, that God is at work even when we don't see it or even when we don't understand it. And God has a purpose and plan for your life even when you don't think that he can. And so Haman is trying to kill Mordecai and all the people. And he sends out a letter through the king. It would be like the government issuing an order to arrest all Christians or to arrest all Native Americans. That's what happens. But it's not just to arrest them. It's to eradicate them. I want you to think about World War II and the Jewish people who were herded into internment camps and to gas chambers. And that's what this man wanted to do. And I want to say this tonight. When our pride is hurt, there is no limit to the wickedness that we will commit. Haman's pride was hurt because Mordecai wouldn't bow. And because of that, his hatred spread to all the Jewish people. And friends, tonight I want you to hear this very strong warning. Pride and bitterness and unforgiveness toward one person, even if they've hurt you, never stays toward just that one person. It will eventually make you bitter and hateful to a whole family. It'll eventually make you bitter and hateful to a whole church. It'll eventually make you bitter and hateful to a whole um, a job, a whole company. And so tonight I want you to know that even if someone has hurt your pride, even if someone who has wronged you, don't become like Haman. Don't burn everything down to kill the cockroach. I heard a story one time about a little old lady who saw a snake in her house. She couldn't find the snake. And so, in order to get the snake out of her house, she burned it down. And you say, Jake, that's a stupid thing. That home is worth all kinds of money. They could have caught that snake. You're absolutely right. And friends, that's what you do when you don't forgive when you don't let go of bitterness and wrath because eventually you will burn down the whole house, the whole family, everything that God's given you because of your pride. The Bible says pride cometh before the fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. And so tonight I want to caution you against grudges, caution you against going after people because they've wronged you. You let God fight your battles for you. The Lord says that vengeance is His. But tonight I also want you to remember that if you are in a hopeless situation, God has not forgotten you. The Jewish people were in a hopeless situation. The most powerful man on the world had issued them a death warrant. But yet God 
wasn't done with them. God wasn't done with Esther. And tonight, God is not done with you. God's not done with your family. God's not done with your marriage. And God's not done having a purpose and a plan and love for you, no matter how dark it seems. And so, as always, I want to thank you for watching. And we'll look forward to jumping in to Esther chapter 4 on Monday night. And may God richly bless you and have a wonderful weekend.